superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Rich Eisen Show. And we thank you for sharing that with us. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Name, image, and likeness is here. And about every player. Open up your checkbooks a little bit more for our collective. And I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Saints wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Coming up. ESPN senior baseball writer Jeff Passan. 49ers tight end George Kittle. Plus Colts defensive end Yannick Ngakwe. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Fun first hour. Um, and if you missed any of it, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. What did we talk about? We talked about Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher and my friend Dion Sanders and how I think that Nick Saban is taking everything in that's being said right now as yummy rat poison. He's going to really take it out on Texas A&M next uh, October. That's what's more likely. We played a game of what's more likely. Uh, also, what's more likely, uh, John Daly uh, making the cut or Tiger Woods uh, missing the cut. Um, and uh, John Daly um, going to get back out there in this hour, and we'll see if he can stand upright. Uh, based on uh, all the heaters and, and peanut M&Ms and uh, Diet Cokes <laughs> and uh, and rips of the, uh, the one-arm band that he took last night. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, you're, you're talk right. about I, I an gotta incredible talent. Much, I got to know how much Daly won or lost last night. Got to. I mean, I everyone's got to ask. That. Everyone gotta must know. ask these questions. Uh, PGA Championship going on in uh, round number two. We're going to keep an eye on all of that. George Kittle's going to call into the program this hour. Uh, it's the second uh, annual tight end university that he's up to. Yannick Ngakwe, now of the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk with that. Um, stellar defensive player. Um, now um, switching teams again. This time, he's trying to get to uh, the promised land uh, in the AFC South now with the Indianapolis Colts back again where he once belonged. As you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars were his first team. So we'll talk with him in hour number three. But right now, you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk a little baseball. Let's do it. I have not spoken to this man in quite some time. That's what happened when there's a lockout. On the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, one of our favorites to talk baseball with, and just favorites in general, from the worldwide leader in sports, Major League Baseball insider, Jeff Passan. How you doing, Jeff? It's what happens when you have lockouts, and it was. Uh, it's what happens when uh, Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher have That's the most true. awesome fight in sports. That is true. There was a little bit of a food fight in the SEC yesterday. That, uh, pulling, pulling, pulling the curtain back. I was supposed to come on yesterday, but then that happened, and... Rich called me up and said, hey, Jeff, <laughs> you got to understand what's going on. I, and I was like, you know what? I completely understand yes. because it was utterly ridiculous mm-hmm. and utterly predictable and utterly wonderful. As, as much as we love sports for the games, aren't we just ultimately, Rich, uh, a bunch of people who use that as our soap operas and absolutely oh, yeah lap it up and just enjoy it so much i know i loved it best reality tv it's just like oh. you know it's like uh, uh the, uh, the i guess you can't spell uh succession without sec it's basically like <laughs> what it was you know when you think about it um, the real housewives of tuscaloosa <laughs> i appreciate your patience and uh and now being available uh, on this program to talk about uh the sport that we both love so dearly what is the story right now, would you say, overarching story about this baseball season to date, Jeff Passan? Well, uh, as, as someone who works at a company that has 
occasionally been accused of coastal bias. Um, I feel like saying New York and L.A. is kind of trite. Mm-hmm. But I live in Kansas City, Rich, so I can actually say it without being accused of having coastal bias. I am a Midwesterner born, bred, and true. And to me, the story of the baseball season is how good the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers, and the Angels are, and whether we're setting ourselves up for some kind of a Coastal World Series or if the Houston Astros or Milwaukee Brewers or somebody else can interrupt that dream. Uh, the, the Yankees have been the best team in baseball this year. Hasn't really been close, frankly. And they've done it because they've been healthy, because they remade uh, the left side of their infield and, and catching, and because they have extremely deep pitching. And I think the job Aaron Boone, who's been so maligned, has, has done is phenomenal. Uh, at the same time, Buck Walters really helped turn around the Mets, though. Without Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer for upward of two months now, we're going to see what they're really made of. Mm. Dodgers are the Dodgers. They're great. They were always going to be great. It's just a matter of are they going to come through in October because they will be there. But the, the Angels are the most surprising team, I think, which is odd to think because they have the two best players in the world, <laughs> Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. So, yeah, they should be good. Major League Baseball is not the NBA, where two superstars will get you to the conference finals. It's not the NFL, where uh, you know you need one quarterback and that'll get you into the playoffs. No, it's a sport where even with two great players, you can still be a middling, mediocre team if you don't have other elements. And the elements that the Angels have added are pitching and defense, and both of those have held up through about a quarter of the season. Uh, the question at this point is, will it hold up over the last three quarters? And, uh, you know, Aaron Judge, um, the Yankees are also lucky to have him. And by that, I mean not just about how good he is, but I- I'm I'm from New York City. I've seen many, many talented players in a Yankee uniform wilt under the pressure of either yep. being paid or, in his case, not being or being ready to be handsomely enriched and him saying, no, it's not enough. And those guys usually get chewed up and spat out and he is the best he's ever been. And I'm wondering where you think that's headed, Jeff Passan, with Judge. If Aaron Judge stays healthy, Rich, that's headed for a contract that starts with a three. And remember, Aaron Judge turned down an extension this offseason about $230 million that would have included this year. Would have been eight years, including this year, for about 230 So a seven-year extension on top of this season. Uh, with what he's doing right now, uh, the, the question is going to be just how high it goes if he can, again, stay healthy for the entire season. Because when he's out there, th- this has always been the case, Rich. When Aaron Judge is on the field, he's productive. He's good. doesn't matter that he's a little older. doesn't matter that the end of whatever contract he signs is probably not going to look particularly good. This is baseball. And the teams like the Yankees and theoretically like the Mets or the Giants or the Cubs who have money and want to go out and win are going to look at Aaron Judge's next four to five years and say, as you get into your mid-30s, this is what we're paying you for. And uh, essentially, we're going to have more years on the back end of the contract uh, so we can get you for the, the first few years. But, uh, you know, I spoke with someone with the Yankees earlier this year during the judge stuff. And he essentially said, you know what? He has to go out there and illustrate that he's worth what he thinks he is. And <laughs> if he does, then I understand. We took a risk. We didn't go high enough. And we will look into paying him more. And uh, the way it's going right now, Rich, Aaron Judge has been the best hitter in baseball this season. And uh, we see what happens when he's out there and when Giancarlo Stanton is out there and healthy. The Yankees are formidable and have an offense that's borderline devastating. Was it guaranteed that Judge would accept that contract with a three from the Yankees? Or is there some sort of... To, again, mix sports, uh, I mean, some sort I of Devontae Adams homecoming, gone. like that he'd want to go back, you know, to the Giants or some or, or California or anything like that? Jeff? Uh, you know, when, Rich, when you perform in New York, I, I think this goes across all sports. When you perform in New York and are embraced by New York, it's really difficult to leave New York if New York offers you 
the most money or offers you somewhere in that range. So uh, unless we have a team that's going to be excessively aggressive financially, Mm. um, if the Yankees are in at that price, uh, being a Yankee for life is a thing. Like it's a, it's a thing that we, you know, we last saw with, with Jeter and with wow, Bernie no Williams and, um, and, and, and with Mariano Rivera and with Jorge Posada. There's cachet to that. There's, no um, there, there's just yeah, a feeling I that I think much. those players get that are different right. from Other everyone else. When you say, and, and listen, this goes outside of New York too, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when somebody spends an entire career in one uniform, it's special. In the, in the age of free agency, it is. And if Aaron Judge were to return to the Yankees or were to sign an extension, uh, he would more or less be guaranteeing that. Jeff Passan from ESPN talking baseball with uh, one of the best in the business right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Is there something up with the baseball? What the hell's going on with the baseball? There's always something up with the, there's always something up with the baseball. Well, what's up with the, this year then? What's going on? The, this year, it's... Uh, it, <laughs> I, I laugh mm. because, uh, you know, the baseball that's happening this year in terms of it's just not flying the way that it has in recent seasons right. was actually the baseball that was supposed to be implemented last year. But last year they used two different baseballs. And the year before they had the, the COVID ball and the year before that they had the rabbit ball. And like, dumb comment, there but they there told are me to keep always talking. different baseballs. And, I, you know. Maybe maybe I laugh about it because I find the entire thing so absurd. This uh, this idea one that they're they're tinkering and tweaking with the ball uh, every year, but but two that there, there's still this insistence on keeping it handmade when you can find greater consistency in a machine manufactured product. Um, so baseball's insistence on keeping that element of it. I listen. I appreciate that Except people have jobs, Shambo, right? and, and I appreciate that uh, Major League Baseball sustains uh, certain parts of the economy in other countries. But man, as a as a baseball fan, the constant chatter about the ball has frankly become a defining part of the sport. Yeah. And generally speaking, talking about balls is not something that <laughs> we need to be doing every day. Yes, sir. You know, but but the general sense of the way, you know, and and, and you see the way chatter about baseball goes. You know, I would love to have a 15, 20 minute chat and deep dive into which team has a chance to maybe come out of the pack, just like any other sport. But we, you know, baseball, you can pretty much tell right now who's going to make the playoffs, who might actually be able to make that, I guess, what usual magical run that comes out of the NL Central, whether it's the Cardinals or the Brewers, right, to make some sort of a run. But that's the way it goes, and you're always talking about the the state of the sport. Baseball publicly these days is about balls and brawls. Like, that's that's the stuff that really gets people interested. And, you know, as, as somebody who tries to be an evangelist for the sport and for all of the good things it has. Mm-hmm. I, I am constantly struck at how good baseball players are right now. And, and that that goes for athletes everywhere, right? But uh, the fact that Otani is doing what he's doing, uh, he, is, he is an athletic superhero. And it's in the moment, it's kind of difficult to appreciate how great he is and how challenging what he's doing is. And to, to see him doing that, alongside Trout and to see all of the other players who are having uh, these great seasons early on. Um, it's, I think it's been a, a fun year of baseball that I'm just glad we have because we were at the precipice, Rich, of something really dark in the sport. And so the fact that we're almost a quarter of the way into this season and we know there's going to be baseball for the next five years, uh, it's it's something I do not take for granted. Uh, well, and one, and part uh, uh, of that new collective um, bargaining agreement was, I guess, what okay. the formation of a competition say, you know, committee of some sort. And the only reason why I ask about that uh, is I can't wait for the shift to be totally dismantled. I'm sick. Mm. And now, now I'm seeing four outfielders sometimes. And, and, it, and it's, it's absurd. It's absurd. And <laughs> again, like uh, Joey Gallo is the perfect example. Okay, he is the perfect example. He is a guy who the Yankees traded, you know, prospects for in the middle of the year last year. And the guy, the guy, the guy isn't even close to the Mendoza line. He strikes out, he walks, or he homers. That's about it. Like if he singles it, that's the unicorn. Really, it's 
you really know. funny to to hear Yankees fans talk about Joey Gallo, and it's it's one of those reputations that that players get. I don't know. I don't know what at this point he could do. Like he's got to hit a big playoff homer or something to get back. <laughs> no, but uh, Jeff, he's he's the personification of what I think is 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 happening to this sport, yeah, where everybody yeah. throws a hundred miles an hour, yeah. and 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 everybody strikes out. So, so he's, what are we he's, doing? He's the, he's the he's the king of the the three true outcomes: yes. runs, walks, and strikes. Correct. And and uh, every team's got one. That's what I'm saying. And, no, every team's got five of them. Right. And, right. And baseball, baseball turning into that sport. I think that there are going to be elements that are both natural and enforced that write that. And one thing I'm super interested to see come into play Mm -hmm. and it's not guaranteed yet but is the pitch clock because you know baseball baseball's criticisms uh particularly among the younger generation are it's slow it's too long it's this there's a pitch clock uh, in the minor leagues this year rich it's 14 seconds when uh there's nobody on base and uh 18 or 19 depending on the level when someone is on base the average game time in the minor leagues is down 25 minutes this year while scoring and hitting are about stagnant and equal, and stolen bases are higher because they've limited the number of pickoff moves uh, before a pitcher is called for a balk. So guys are running a lot more. Getting action back into the game, getting pace back into the game, and knowing that you're not going to be going to the ballpark for a, a three-and-a-half-hour nightmare that's going to get you home so far past your kid's bedtime it makes you not want to go. That's a good thing, and as much as I understand the people who say baseball is a game played uh, without a clock, and as alluring as that is to longtime baseball fans, uh, to me the the benefits there are enormous. And the reality is, adapt or die. Like that is what we do as human beings, and that's what baseball needs to do. As a Westwood sport. One that's Sports presents this special the report on the one hundred fourth NFL championship. They changed the defensive rules. They, they changed them, and there's like, well, there's too much that benefits the offense. Well, there's not enough that benefits the offense in baseball right now. Not even close to it because the pitchers have not the ball, not the arms, the pitchers. And then you know, before I let you go, Jeff, you're not aware because we're on the phone. But I have been holding your hand and staring at you this entire time. Uh, you know, that's, that's the Bellino in me. And what came of that? And, and what, 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 what and, uh, can baseball we'll do? That I mean, about something Justin like that. Thomas that was absurd. That was beyond today, absurd. And, 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 he, and he stated, he, he basically said nothing after the game. And then two days later put out a statement talking about how he should umpire like his kids are in the stands and he apologized. But still nothing about why he did that. From Southern yeah. Hills Country so, Club, I, I, I'm Tad Amrick, for why it's not right, but uh, Madison Bumgarner had been chirping uh, at the umpire who was behind the plate that night, and Dan Bellino is somebody who likes to stand up for, for the integrity of umpires because they are, quite frankly, under attack all the time, like they are. Now, that's part of the, part of the job, part of the hazard of the job, and, and they are very nicely compensated and have great lives and jobs because of it but uh you know madison Bumgarner has a reputation as somebody who uh speaks back to umpires and Bolino took it too far and it was it was wrong and i think he was reprimanded for it but uh, this you know this constant thing between players and umpires i i, I was looking that day rich mm-hmm. uh at the first instances of umpires being razzed by fans and and the history of umpires is interesting at first, they were looked at as, oh, my God, it's, it's wonderful to have them around. They're such paragons of virtue and, and great character. Within five years, umpires were hated, and this was back in the 1870s. So we've been hating on umpires for 150 years now, and nothing has changed. You want to talk about part of the game? Despising umpires is part of baseball that pretty much everyone can agree upon. And it, it keeps the world turning, Rich Eisen. And you know what? If you want to stare into my eyes and hold my hand... You can do it anytime you'd like. That's, I hope Susie doesn't get mad, though. Very well. I appreciate that, Jeff. No, she she understands. Uh, that that sounded that sounded like that scene in in uh, Forrest Gump where we looked back <laughs> generations of of Lieutenant Dan's uh, uh, family members, yeah, right? Yeah. One after another, after another, who who passed away in war. And I feel that way. That now it's just like Joe West's great great grandfather was hated <laughs> on by old Ross Hadburn's kid. You know, like it's. 
makes me feel bad for even bringing it did up. You really but just throw an old Haas reference. I out did. There? I did. I think you called him old Ross. I did. Though. I did. I don't call him old Ross Hadburn is what I called him, which is the exact Great wrong thing. Spoonerism. I'll take yeah, it anyway. Thank you. Take care of yourself, Jeff Passan. Greatly appreciate it. Rich. Have uh, a good one. The great Jeff Passan at Jeff Passan on Twitter. I follow him. You should as well, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. George Kittle's about to call in, but I want to take a couple of minutes here about what Jeff just said, saying that the pitch clock is going to speed I, things up and cause action, right? And he said that you could see that that the game is shorter with a pitch clock, a 14 second pitch clock that's going down in the minor leagues. And um, also that he, he said, though, that the, the, the pace of play um, might be affected by the pitch clock because the game's shorter, but he said that the action is the same. And I understand but having a two-and-a-half-hour game, two-hour and 40-minute game is better than, as he pointed out, you know, you're going to get your – you go to Dodger Stadium, hours. first pitch, 7 o'clock. You're, if you're home by 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and if it's a school night for a kid, like I, I understand. You'd say, you know what, I'll just watch it at home. And then yeah. he can watch, she can watch the first six innings and then go to bed. Right? right? I, I mean, but I'll, I'll say this. Instead of making the game shorter, make it more active. My kids, when they watch a game, aren't complaining about how long the game is. They're complaining about how Nothing slow happens. the game is. Nothing happens. The Reds just threw a com- – we didn't talk about this. The Reds threw a combined no-hitter and lost. And the way that they lost was on uh, a field of choice on somebody who reached on a walk and got around the bases due to outs and scored. And, scored. Yeah. and who wants that? Nothing happened in the game. Hey, you were there for a no-hitter. Really? The team lost. How? That's what's happening. We need action. We need somebody who laces one to right center field to get on base because that's what a hit looks like and has always been, but not because there's a third baseman stationed out in right center field. Yeah, who cares if the game is 25 minutes shorter if it's still home run, walk, strikeout, walk. Right. We want somebody that's sending one to the left center field gap to be standing on second, if not third base. Not running back to the dugout because a fourth outfielder's been put out there. Yeah. Come on. If you loosen the defensive rules up, that's the way you're going to get action. And if the game lasts three hours and five minutes or whatever, there wasn't a single, and I understand it's playoffs and what have you. Have, did, I haven't heard a single complaint of how long that Calgary Flames 9-6 win took the other night. <laughs> Right. <laughs> All I'm hearing about that that was insane. Yeah, 15 goals. Yeah. Oh, but it was so long. Uh, you know, it took forever. No, action, not length of games. And if you shorten the games and you get more action in it, well, then that's what we're talking about. I kind of like that there's no clock. That's the beautiful thing. I like sitting there. I like just chilling. My, my, my kids like watching a game at home because we're just sitting there around as a family just chit-chatting until some of them get out of hand. <laughs> Let's take a break. George Kittle's going to join us next. Tight End University, number two. And they've got a presenting sponsor now. This is big time stuff. Of course, we'll talk 49ers with George Kittle when we come back. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, love this guy, and not just because of what he does, and it's how he does it too. And he and Travis Kelsey and Greg Olson have once again um, gotten together and called a bunch of tight ends saying, let's have a tight end university, it's called. In Nashville, it's going to be June 22nd to the 24th. He is a perennial pro bowler and an outstanding human. And I love uh, having him on the show back here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. San Francisco 49er tight end George Kittle. How are you doing, George? Rich, you know, every time I get on the phone with you, I swear you just give me a better introduction each and every time. Well, you're, you're worthy of it. You're worthy oh of it. It's, is, I, it. Is it because of what I do on the field or is it because we're friends? I think it's, I think it's the latter. You know, obviously yeah. the field stuff helps, but I just envision, you know what I envision? I envision smoke and the tunnel coming, you coming out of smoke, yep. you know, every single time you come on the show on, on the phone line. That's the way I view it. That's the way I like, see it. I my, my hair's down and we're ready to roll. <laughs> Somebody, if, 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 if somebody's got to have hair down in this conversation, it's, it, I know. It, that won't be me. Can't be me. Although that would be a hell of a look. Hmm. No, I'll, send you, I'll send you a we got to get you in uh, we got to have you some hair next time you throw the in, like give me an introduction you can get the hair back. yeah i left my extensions out today george just for this conversation oh. uh, so tight end university wait for it presented by Sharman. hey oh. hey look at that you got not a, bad eh you got a sponsor yes we do we got a hey we got a couple sponsors okay this is oh, a, yeah. this is a presenting sponsor though a presenting sponsor i mean like we we got we're able to work with some incredible people. Mm-hmm. We got Charmin, who always has your backside. Yeah. Yes. Charmin, Charmin loves to protect those tight ends. Okay. That's right. <laughs> That's a natural sponsor, the presenting I mean, sponsor. Why, why would you not get some Levi's jeans to protect those tight ends? <laughs> oh. Levi's is here too, baby. Oh. Wow. Oh. Well, that, that makes wow. sense. I mean, that, I mean you're, you play in the, the field of jeans. That's your home, That's your home stadium, the field of jeans. Exactly. And then, you know what, why not top of that, why not quench your thirst with some nice, refreshing, cool Bud Light? Wow. Fantastic. They're they're incredible. But you know what the nice one is, is the local Nashville, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. Bridgestone is coming apart, and they're going to help us out, too. Damn. We're all over the board. Look at you. Tight End University. Yeah, and you know they're allowing us to bring in anywhere. You know, our goal is to get up to. Uh, we had forty nine guys last year right. come down for tight and you, and uh, we're going trying to get around eighty to hundred. Fantastic. Yeah, I know we're working on all that. You know, throwing invites out left and right, announcing the day. It's going to be a big deal. We're looking forward to it. Vanderbilt University got more space, practice fields. What more could you ask for than a bunch of tight ends running around in Nashville, Tennessee? Tight end university presented by Charmin. Um, and so does that mean when we go over the, the run of show about what you're doing, do we go from front to back or from back to front, George? Wow. What do we do when we discuss the tight end university presented by Charmin? No, it's more uh, it's player's choice. <laughs> Are we standing or sitting at Titan University presented by Sharman? What are we doing? You know, there's going to be actually a lot of both. You're going to be on the field a little bit. Okay. Guys will be up standing in front, you know, talking through uh, routes. Um, you know, but guys will also be chilling, doing some rehab and recovery <laughs> stuff. That's a big focus of Titan U. We bring in uh, therapists from, some are come from California, some are based in Nashville, some are from Atlanta. You know, just bring people up and give guys options and, like, 
hey, there's more that you can, there's more that you can do than just you know deal with whatever the team provides you. You can go out there and get a little bit extra. Well, so that's a big part of Titan U as well. I love it, man. I mean, I'm just doing the math in my head here. So you're saying if you're pushing a hundred and there's 32 NFL teams, and let's just say there's three tight ends on a, on a roster, are you inviting guys who are not in the league or young up-and-comers? I mean, who are you identifying to, to get to tight end university, George? So our, our initial was because I think if you look at every tight end that was on a roster at some point, whether it was practice squad or active, right. it's like over 150, which I just don't – at this point um, of tight end, I don't know if we can sustain 150. Right. So <laughs> – we're doing like uh, guys that were active last year um, on a team, and so those invites are in the process of getting sent out. A lot of guys have been invited already, though. Um, but we'll wait to see, you know, what the numbers look like, and then uh, you know if there's uh, availability, uh, we'll get out to the rookies, and if there's availability, we got all the practice squad guys. And you know, like I said, hopefully we have about you know 80 guys. That'd be that'd be the dream. And so again, just for 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 those who 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 are wondering what you're just going to be for two, three days, like a symposium, talking about the position, hanging out, just chit-chatting. Um, yeah. There's actual classroom time and things like that, yeah, for real? Yeah, so it, what's really cool, uh, I'll give you a little sneak peek. Please. Too. So we got a, I got a couple of little, like, nice little nuggets to drop as well. So <laughs> basically, you know, Wednesday night, everyone comes in. We have a little rooftop printed out. Guys get to know each other, introduce. You know, if you want to have a drink, have a nice dinner. Uh, then Thursday and Friday are pretty similar where we have uh, – uh, we have, we'll have some presentations. Um, this year we're inviting the NFL legends back. That's a new part of Titan U. We have Dallas Clark coming into town. Nice. Uh, I think Tony G is going to be there for about a day and a half. He's uh, working on you know getting getting out a day early from his family vacation. Bless his heart. Um, and Mr. Kelsey is uh, talking to Antonio Gates. Oh, so we're wow. trying to bring some legends back, watch them film with them, just learn a little bit. Love it. Um, That's so cool. I might have to do a presentation on run blocking. That's kind of my favorite thing. But... Um, no, we, we'll have some guys presenting that stuff, Get, to get listen to Greg Olson again, talk about routes, Travis Kelsey talk about routes, and then we'll do some field work, just some releases, get a nice sweat going, running mm-hmm. some routes, catching the ball. And like, you know, and who better to throw these footballs, Rich, than some NFL quarterbacks? Oh, who's coming? And who you got? Uh, you know, my number one guy that got confirmed, Trey Lance. Okay. Hey. I convinced my guy Trey Lance to come down. Okay. Um, you know, work on a couple other guys. You know, I, I don't want to spoil the surprise in guys that haven't 100% committed yet, but Zach Wilson's a maybe, so maybe we can peer pressure him to con- finally confirming that he's going to come. Well, he's got two. He's got not one, but two new tight ends through free agency and one exactly. by draft. He's got to get on the page, man. Exactly. He's got to be there. Get to know them all, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I assume he's on him. Uh, you know, I got my I got my long term friend C.J. Beathard's coming just because he's from Nashville. He'll be sure. there. Man, potentially Nick Mullins, one of my boys from the Niners, who's yeah, out with the big Raiders. Nick. Yeah, yeah, but you know, we're, there's a couple other ones we're working on, and there's you know, letting them confirm when they need to confirm. But you know, it's it's going to be quite a show this year. Uh, George Kittle here on the outset of the second. Uh, annual now, let's call it that. If you can do it every year now, like that, and it's uh, presented by Charmin, Tight End University, June twenty second through the twenty fourth here on the Rich Eisen Show. So you say Trey Lance is coming to throw? Hey George, uh, you, you know this is the narrative that's out there, and as you know, I deal, I traffic in narratives. That's what I do here on this program. Is that Trey Lance isn't ready? Jimmy G still on the team as a hedge. That he's not going to be the guy. The Niners aren't just going to turn the page to him. I disagree. I, I have an actual 49er who is bringing Trey Lance to his tight end university. I'm asking you, what, what do you, what can you tell everyone about Trey Lance and his readiness to be your week one starter this fall, George? Oh, I mean, if that's how it shakes down and Trey Lance is the starter, I'm excited about it. The the things that he brings to the table and his athleticism and his rocket cannon of an arm. Um, it's going to be really fun, and it'll all be it also be interesting. I mean, it's going to be a completely different quarterback than Jimmy G. You know, who's he's great on his drop, he's quick release. Uh, you know, Trey's going to be a little bit more exciting. We're in the fact that like he's going to be extending plays a lot longer, and um, you know, we're using his legs to you know make up some stuff. So I, I'm looking forward to it because it's going to be. A, I think it, I feel like it's going to be a different offense um, if, with with Trey at the helm, and it's something I'm looking forward to. And uh, just the opportunities that comes with that, uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. Well, I mean, I spoke to him uh, just before the Super Bowl on this show, George, and I asked him, you know, uh, you know, how much better he can get and what will make him better, and he's like, reps. Like, oh, just the simple yeah. thing is reps. And and I could see, like, he was kind of itching to 
basically say, this is my job, you know, and I want it and I should have it and I'm going to have it. He just couldn't say that sort of thing, obviously. But I felt that from him. I'm, I'm wondering what what what, what type of, yeah. are you? You just know how to read people, don't you? I feel that way, George. I'm a reader. But yeah, but I'm but I'm keep hearing from people calling the show and talking about like he can't be the guy. He's not the guy. If he was the guy, he would have shown it last year. So on and so forth. What do you say I to mean, that sort of thing? La- I mean, last year he was a 21-year-old rookie. Um, right. You know, it, it, like like he said, he just needs reps. And he's getting those reps right now at OTAs. He's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Um, and, you know, once he's comfortable with Coach Shanahan's system, you know, because it it's a, there's a lot going on. It's hard to play quarterback. Um, I, I, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see Trey Lance play football because the things I do see in practice, the throws that he does make, how he extends the plays, just his vision. The only cut I really have left is Rory. Whether there's growing pains or not, it's going to be it's going to be a fun ride because of the things that he can. Well, someone who can help us for the growing pains is someone like yourself, and you know where I'm going to go with this, George. I telegraph my my passes. You know, people can turn it for six. Just waiting to happen. I just I stare down my receiver and that receiver's Debo. Have you spoken to him? What's going on with him, George? What can you, you tell me? You know what? About? I did talk to Debo a couple of days ago. And what do you got for me? Oh, uh, he was hanging out with his uh, newborn baby, um, just hanging out with his family, working out. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, just you know, between us, right. no one else. I didn't, I didn't ask him anything about his contract. You know, I just said, hey, Debo, we love you here, and uh, you know, whatever's going on, wish you the best of luck. And then we talked about other things like shoes and stuff like that because we both love sneakers. <laughs> Debo's, I got it. So uh, shoes, <laughs> footwear, I get it. Um, the the scent. <laughs> what, what can you then? All right, then let me ask you this: What can you tell me? Uh, the, the the narrative is he doesn't like my golf ball pretty much he, the he entire just wants way. To get out of there, he you can't know, be there. There's a couple par threes on the front line. Did you ever get a sense a like bit, that but, from him, um, George? Overall, oh, yeah, just really, Debo? really pleased with how the round I went mean, and. So, I mean, I understand it. You know, like, if Debo wants to play for the Niners, he'll play for the Niners. If he doesn't, I wish him the best of luck wherever he goes. Debo's a hell of a football player. He's a great human being. So, you know, it's whatever he wants to do. You know, he's not, he's not angering anybody here on the team. We're not distracted by anything that he's doing. It, it, it's his decision. We'd love to have him back. And if he doesn't want to, we'll all support him wherever he wants to go. So, and it's not, it's not really too much of an issue for us, but... No, like I said, Debo's was a hell of a football player. Obviously, we'd love to have him. All right, and while you're being my uh, my information man, how's how's your boy, Big Bobby Tunyon? Is he going to be a TEU presented by Charmin? We're going to see him. Oh, how's he doing? Bobby T will be there in oh, good. force. He's looking forward to it as well. Good. He's well. He's doing well in his rehab. Yeah, he is. He actually, uh, yeah, no, he's been. I know it's awesome. I got to do because we live in Nashville together, and we both go to the same uh, rehab facility. Uh-huh. Our PT guy, Jorge, great guy. Yeah, but he. Uh, <laughs> I got to watch his whole rehab process this whole off season, and uh, I was very, I was very excited to see the progress he made, especially coming off the ACL, and I had his schedule moving well. So I know he's chomping at the bit to get back out there because I feel like you know he wasn't allowed to do what he's capable of doing, and uh, you know last year's season got cut short, and uh, I know he's he's really excited about it, and he, he's got a good mindset. He's ready to be up there. I mean, hey, if, uh, Aaron Rodgers loses Devontae Adams, just throw the ball to Bobby T. And I guess, and, and before I let you go here, in terms of tight ends and and you, and again Kittle, uh, you and uh, and Kelsey and 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 Greg Olson being at the forefront of this thing, and and the tight end position becoming more and more prominent, and thanks to you having your own week during the season, right? Um, that where where would Greg Olson, and it looks like this is going to happen, calling a Super Bowl rank in terms of the the tight end um, journey. Where would that rank for Greg Olson calling a Super Bowl for Fox, which it looks like that's going to happen? George. You know, I, I think that's a, that's a great thing for tight ends. I think it's also it's showing the personality that you know tight ends have. You know, we're not just out there goofy guys who love to run block and hit guys, bounce off guys, score touchdowns, and spike the ball. You know, right. we we got some intellectual sides to us as well. And uh, you put Greg Olson up there; he crushes it every time he's on screen. He's incredibly he's over prepared at all times. He's clever, witty. I mean, that's what you want in a guy, and I can't wait to watch. You know, honestly, I can't wait to watch, like, the replay because hopefully I'm the one playing in the Super Bowl. Ah. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> I love that. With Trey Lance as your quarterback. 
if need be, if so some be it. Some would say. Right, some would say, some would say. Hey, George, congrats on this, man. I love watching you do your thing and seeing it grow. Clearly, this is going to happen um, uh, every single year. And, and I'm, I'm happy for you and everyone else that does it. You're all good people, man. Thanks for the time. You take oh, care. I appreciate you. It's you're always yeah, you're always my favorite, but don't tell anybody else that, okay? Yeah, I know that. Uh, I can't wait to hear you on some other shows and you say the same damn thing, George. I'm, <laughs> nah, I'm yeah, yeah, maybe, but probably not. Well, they wouldn't say the word Charmin as much as I did. That's for sure. Oh, no, it's like you know what you're doing or something, man. Well, you know what? I'm soft and two ply as well, George. Ooh. I'm, a, I'm the soft and two ply host of 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 the Rich Eisen show. That's me, George. You know? That's I don't me. know. You seem pretty expensive. Not gonna lie. Thank you so much. <laughs> George Kittle, everybody here on the Rich Eisen Show. Love that guy. <laughs> Very perceptive, George Kittle. Love him. He's not having Trey Lance throw if Trey Lance isn't his starting quarterback, Christopher Brockman. And he can TJ be the starting quarterback all he Jefferson. wants. Well, I, this is whoa, what I, whoa, I have nothing to do with this. And this is what I was getting into. Hold on, let's, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break before right. you uh, enrage more 49 fans <laughs> for you to block. I got nothing to do with this, man. No, let's get into this. And then there's some phone calls before Yannick Ngakwe joins us in hour number three. And TJ's big-ass grab bag gets opened up. That's coming up. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, all one big happy family. We knew this guy would get smoked out eventually. Whenever there's anything SEC related, and if uh, Nick Saban's having a food mm-hmm. fight with Jimbo Fisher, sideline Mike has got his uh, napkin tucked into his shirt and his <laughs> knife and fork ready to wield. What's up, sideline Mike in Atlanta? Good afternoon, good afternoon, gentlemen. What's up, hey, Mike? TJ Rockman, Del Tufo. Hey, Mike. What's up? What's going on, man? Now, I have been in the Big Bad SEC since 1977. And when you look at when the adults got in the sandbox yesterday and started whining and crying and and doing all this, Nick Saban never allows a loss to kind of get away from him. Now, gentlemen, when we start practice in August, you tell you a place, a city you don't want to be near for the next 14, 15 weeks at Tuscaloosa, Alabama. At the end of the day, when the whining crimes are and guard of football standing on top of this thing again, he's going to remember, as you say, Rich, all this rat poison. Yeah. Because he's using it. The practice is going to be, if you thought the practices were tough at Alabama, you wait till this fall, baby. And when I tell you, let me tell you where I want to be. I want to have those cameras rich inside each locker room on October the 8th in Tuscaloosa. Let me tell you something, brother. They're not going to be standing there in the middle of the field while the team's warming up, uh, exchanging words and small talk. And I'm going to tell you, if, if brother Nick can hang a number on Jimbo on October the 8th, it might be 100 to whatever. But, brother... <laughs> This is going to be, as you say, Rich, one of the greatest content producers of all time. That's right. I agree with you. Sideline Mike, thanks for the call. You, you hey, understand man, what I'm saying? Weekend. You too. You understand what I'm saying? about This is rat poison. Yeah. Nick's hearing this because the subtext of this is Nick's the game's passing him by and he's complaining. He's going to go down. Saban, we all thought, would just go down hoisting trophies and, and winning games and departing whenever he damn well pleases. The subtext of this is games passing him by and it's going to shove him out the door yeah. because everybody's got the level playing field 
and Alabama's collective isn't uh, as good as Texas A&M's. And now the the game's uh, about getting kids and paying them. Mm-hmm. And Nick won't do that or can't do that or isn't doing it as well as other people. The game's passing him by, that, right? and that's how he's going to go. Right? Hmm. Rat poison. He's taking it in. This is going to keep going, too, because there are going to be SEC media days, and it's going to come up, it's going to come up, it's going to yeah. come up. Sideline Mike's like Pete Alonzo, man. He's always going yard. That's right. Always Pete going yard. Alonso. Just like the polar bear. Whoever, I mean, Saban's going to be asked this again, right? So quit asking. Right? He's going to treat everyone like Maria Taylor. Quit asking. Is there like some coaches meeting, too, at some point, Rich? Yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Have to first things first. They got to go in a room together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Jimbo? What's up? That's like coming up soon. Man. Now he had to be if a fly I, on the wall there. You know what it would be if I was if I was uh, Nick walking in the room, I would take a water bottle, I'd put it on the floor, and I'd say, "I'm walking on water." See, <laughs> how you doing, Jimbo? <laughs> Just like lean into it. Lean into it. Just lean into Absolutely. It. There's an elephant in the room. Yeah. It's Alabama's elephant. That's what's up. Yeah, that is what's up. <laughs> yeah. Coming and walking in the room. I mean, everyone, everyone's quiet. It's like oof. needle ripping off the record. The old school EF Hutton <laughs> moment, right? <laughs> Nick's in the room, takes out water, puts it down. He walks on it. See, I can walk on water. I walk on water, all right? Aight. 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 You know, you know he's rolling when his level of ites gets going. Yeah. He had a few ites going on. He had a few ites together. He did. If George Kittle is bringing Trey Lance to tight end university, that's his quarterback. <laughs> you he's, not that. Bringing Trey Lance, he's not bringing Trey Lance to tight end university just to, just to yeah, just to give him reps. That's his yeah. quarterback. But George isn't the coach. How's he know? He knows. Because that's I already know. been conversation. That's the conversation everyone in that building knows. <laughs> We're all the people looking in having no idea. Everyone in that building knows it's Trey Lance's gig and Jimmy's gone. Jimmy's way gone. Jimmy's finished. Jimmy's not coming back. Jimmy's not coming. Jimmy. Jimmy they all know it. They all know it. They love Jimmy. No one's pushing oh, Jimmy out. Jimmy. They love Jimmy. Jimmy's gone. Jimmy's going to get you, Kramer. Jimmy's gone. And that's totally fine. And it's totally fine that Trey Lance can be the starter next year. Yes. Doesn't mean he's ready. Oh, he's going to, there's going to be, there's going to be turbulence. There always is when it's a guy going for the first time. It's so rare that it isn't. Mahomes, Russ, Ben, Big Ben, right? It's, the, the ones that don't have the turbulence in their first go-round as a starter, they're so few and far between, you can remember them. So that was the issue when they traded up to go get Trey Lance and knew it was going to have to come at some point. And the fact that it didn't happen last year, well, that means he's not good enough. And they blew all those draft choices just to go get him, huh? That could be the case. I, dude, I'm not <laughs> saying it's not, but to say that it is going to be now is absurd. But also, like, you think the 49ers make the playoffs next year, right? I sure do, yeah. Okay, so traditionally half the playoff teams don't make it year to year, Correct. so who doesn't make it in the know. NFC? I have, I have a few weeks to figure that out. <laughs> so, I'm not doing that right now I mean? off the top of my head with a few minutes left in the hour. I'm not doing that. Dallas, are they out? Arizona, are they out? Philly, are they out? Well, he already said he, he believes Dallas is worse now than they were at the end of the yes, season. Yes, and Philly's so, much better. Yeah, hey, it makes sense that hey, you would better get ready. You get better up. get ready. You better get ready. For what? Because those are the teams. Because we that all the, think Green Bay, Tampa, and the Rams will be back. That Dallas isn't the best team in that division anymore. I, I don't understand what you're saying. Okay. No, it does okay. not compute. The Eagles Oof. are better. Constructed, they just it's it's so Jalen Hurts dependent, it's not funny. Yeah, settle down just a little I, bit. I know, thank you, Unc. Thank you, Unc. He had to try. I it. know, I know that's that's a hot take, but just take a look at the roster as it's constructed. Rich, no one's ever won a game in May. Okay, let's see Ooh. what it looks like when we hit the field. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, that I do know. No one's ever won. Well, that was, was an Arians bind, wasn't it? No, that was, that was uh, it's my Uncle Jerry. Jerry. It's Jerry. You sure? Yeah, yeah watch. He <laughs> doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay. I'm putting up a poll. Let's take a oh, break. Chris Yannick no. Ngakwe, do it. Put up a poll. Go for it. Do it. At Rich Eisen Show. Do it. I encourage it. Highly. <laughs> Let's see what the people think. The people already, that you blocked left and right. 
I don't block. I mute. He mutes. mutes. Yeah, By the way, good I'm for mute. you. Good for you. Thank you. I don't understand the blocking. Blocking means they can't see your content. I, I still, I still want them to consume me. I just don't exactly. want to see their responses. What's the point of blocking? <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather mute you. Mute is so much better. Mute is so much better. You also don't know that you've been muted. See, that's why blocking is better. Because I want to let you know. I don't care. What are you? What are you? Right, you, which, you, you no longer have access to my content. Yeah. I'd rather why mute not? you. Because I don't want to hear what you have to say. I'm mute you. Exactly. Here's the poll. Which team in the NFC most likely misses the playoffs this year? Cowboys, Cardinals, Eagles, 49. <sighs> Every single time the Cowboys are put in a poll question, he sighs because it's, it's anti-Cowboy. Oh, yeah, but then there's yeah, yeah. Like all it. the pot, all the zombies, all the all all the cow- Cowboy zombies <laughs> who take your tickets oh, in your town are. when you when you no show. They take your tickets. Ah, oh, they buy them up. Oh, they lap them up. Make money. They drink hey, your no show milkshake this year. They Brock drink it up. Rent free in your heads. Rent free in your heads. Rent, uh, rent no, free. Do, no, do we have the 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 milkshake? I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Didn't I have you your milkshake? Didn't I have you cut that a long time ago? Hang on. Hang on. I drink I, it up. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. One of the best lines in movie oh, history. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I mean, but you, the you Cowboys I mean, drink your milkshake. You understand that being a Yankees I fan because it's the same thing. Your milkshake. I drink it up. I drink it up. Oh yes. What a psycho he Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, yeah. And he retired, right? He's not doing acting I think he's anymore. out. He just walked away. What uh, more can he do? I don't know. He left it. Let's, let's put it this way. He left it all out on the floor, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what more can the man do? <laughs> I played Lincoln. He didn't leave it out there, man. I mean. Did you, did you see my left foot? <laughs> in the name of the father. Was he in that? Oh, he yeah. Was, right? yeah, yeah. I think it was. Father, I mean, right? Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York. Only thing he needs to do now is play like a superhero and then. Oh God, yeah, that's it. it. That's in all the Marvel left. universe. Well, you know? he's sneaky tall, six two. Oh, is he real? Well, I mean, he played Lincoln. Yeah, he had to. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis is uh, Reed Richards. Remake the Fantastic Four. Put him in there. Boom. Three Oscars. Oof. He's got three in the case. Three in the case. Damn. There will be blood. Yeah. Behind Link, Lincoln, my left my foot. foot. Winner. Amazing. My left foot. Oof. Okay, let's uh, take a break. Yannick Ngakwe. And then there is apparently some Baker Mayfield news to tell you about in hour number three. And certainly some Watson news on top of it. 